does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Week four of the high school football season, and obviously we'll have a lot to talk about, plus some college football. Right now, though, the man is going to bring you all those scores all night long. He's your best friend tonight. It's Network Indiana's Sam Fritz. Coach, what a pleasure to be with you and be with all of my best friends tonight on Indiana Sports Talk. Let's get started with a game where a record was set. Kokomo defeated Muncie Central 47-7. The record, of course, was not in the score. Apparently, rain and wind was hitting the game pretty hard. Kokomo would set the record for longest punt in school history tonight. Their punter, Andrew Barker, booted the ball 73 yards, beating out the record set by Phil Thatcher in 1975 by one. So congratulations to a record-setting punt by Andrew Barker tonight. Moving on to some more scores, Northeastern defeats Cambridge City Lincoln by what might be a record for them, I'm not sure, but 81-6 to sure sounds impressive. Pioneer beats Caston 35-6. to Central Noble over Prairie Heights 52 52- to nothing, and Providence beats Clarksville 66 to 8. Moving on, Milan beats Switzerland County 52 7. Eastern Greentown blanks Taylor 46 to nothing, and Tippecanoe Valley was up over Tipton 53 to nothing. You'll hear from me in another 15 minutes. Until then, for Network Indiana Sports, I am Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk, and it's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Hamilton Heights tonight, 42 nothing winners over Northwestern. John Kirshner joins me. Coach, thanks for the call. Congratulations on the win tonight. Thank you, sir. It was a uh, very good win. Uh... Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. We uh, got a, a pretty sloppy game tonight, and from the weather standpoint, it rained the entire game. Not quite what we expected, but what do you know? Yeah. Right, right. Um, you know, overall, it was a just a well-rounded game for us. We had touchdowns. We had a pick six. We had a special teams uh, punt return for a touchdown. Um, I think we had five, I think we had six or seven different guys for a touchdown tonight. Um, just overall, a very strong performance from all three facets of the game. Very pleased and proud of my guys tonight. Well, you, you have to be, uh, you know, yeah, you have to be with the uh, conditions as they are, you know, uh, you, you got to be able to take care of the ball and do things you're supposed to do and score any way you can because you just don't know with the weather. Right. And that, and that was one of those things that I loved about the offense. We were able to, uh, we were able to keep throwing the ball effectively, which allowed, you know, to, 
to keep an even balance within the run and the pass game um, to kind of put put things out of reach um, going into halftime. You know, and then we came out kind of a quick one right after half. You know, whatnot. But uh, but yeah, I just like I said, very proud of uh, all, just all three facets of the game. Uh, Carson Fedick had two touchdowns tonight. Even Millsap had a pick six. You know, a couple of standout guys. Defensive end Nick Hewlin played very well tonight uh, as well. So just like overall, Bodie Dare, our quarterback, number eight, he, he threw really well tonight. Our O line, 100%. I mean, it, it's the best they've lost all year. So I was very proud of the physicality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, so who's up next week? So next week we got a, a, a big one in Western. Uh, it'll be our second division opponent. It was our first division uh, conference game tonight. And the likes of Northwestern, and uh, as usual, Western will be a war. Um, they're a good football team, and they got a lot of good kids coming back this year. So we'll know we've got we've got our work cut out for us. Well, it's a big win. Good start, conference play like that. A very good win. Uh, Hamilton Heights forty-two nothing over Northwestern. John Kirshner, thanks so much for the call, Coach. I really appreciate it, and good luck next week. Thanks, sir. Have a good night. Thank, thank you. We're off and running. Week number four of the high school football season. Our 30th year of doing this. We're so glad you could join us. Uh, coming up tonight, obviously, we'll talk a, a lot of high school football. Let's talk some baseball. Indianapolis Indians with a win uh, tonight. 2 nothing over the Toledo Mud Hens. Howard Kelman joins me. The Hall of Fame voice of the Indians. Howard, shut out. Good night at the yard for the for the Indians tonight. Oh, absolutely, Bob. A great night. Jared Jones, who's a top prospect, had his best game as an Indian. Seven scoreless innings. Matt Gorski, who is from Hamilton Southeastern High School and Indiana University, joined the Indians mm-hmm. a couple of days ago. He had two doubles last night. He made three excellent plays in center field tonight. Nick Gonzalez homered. We had a game played in two hours and ten minutes. Great pitching, great defense, and a few timely hits. That'll win you games. <laughs> That's and what's great is you know the local flavors you're talking about. One of our own having some uh, good luck out there in center field, but it's hard. It's it's hard not to like having your pitchers uh, give up no runs tonight. That's impressive. Well, you're so right. And last night, Bob, the Indians won four to one. They only allowed one run. And by the way, last night, Kyle Nicholas, Kyle Nicholas, who's a Ball State man and has been pitching great, got the first save of his pro baseball career. So another local man last night. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's always good. So as you and I have mentioned before, you're about to run out of games, right? We're coming to the end and still a few chances for everybody to get out to the ballpark and watch them play. Right. Tomorrow night, 635, Sunday afternoon, 135, then a week on the road, 
in Omaha and then six home games against Rochester. So only eight home games remain, Bob. Eight chances for you to purchase Howard Gilman's 61 humorous inspiring lessons I learned from baseball. The book is fantastic. I've read it twice. So go there. Have some fun. Indians 2-0 over the Toledo Mudhens tonight. Howard Gilman, great to talk to you. I'll talk to you tomorrow night. Bob, as always, thank you very much. Thank you. Got to love it. You get football, baseball. This is living right here. A little short break. We'll come back, talk some more football. Big college football schedule tomorrow. There's a game going on tonight. We'll talk about it, reluctantly talk about it, because I don't think college football should play on Friday nights, but I'll reluctantly talk about it when we come back. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We continue to talk about high school football week number four. Zionsville beats Franklin Central tonight, 24-10. Eddie Garrison, our friend and colleague uh, at Radio 1, has the call on this game. Uh, Eddie, good solid win for Zionsville tonight. This is a good game. Two good teams squaring off, a little conference action, but a good win tonight for the Zionsville Eagles. Yeah, it really was, Coach. Uh, In the first half, neither team really able to get much going offensively, winning a halftime tied. 3-3, Three to three, but you just had this feeling that this was a game where in the first half both teams were just feeling each other out. And then in the second half, Zionsville starts out the second half with a touchdown. Franklin Central answers. Uh, and this is a big Eugene Hilton second half. You know, the son of former Colts wide receiver T.Y. Hilton. He goes for over 100 yards receiving. But in the second half, he was the primary source of offense for the Zionsville Eagles offensively. Uh, he had four catches for 88 yards and two scores. Overall, a really solid performance from both teams. Um, I do think Franklin Central did enough to win. They just couldn't kind of generate enough in the running game. They averaged just under two and a half yards a carry. Um, and Zionsville was able to pull away late. They rushed for 100 yards in the second half alone. Sounds like a fun game to do, though, Eddie. I mean, uh, you know, you, mm-hmm. you got uh, drives on both sides, big plays, got big play capabilities. Uh, kind of a fun night for everyone. Yeah, and I want to give a shout-out to Jayon Harvey for Franklin Central. He had eight catches for 162 yards in his own right. So it's kind of a little bit of a battle between Harvey and Hilton in terms of who was going to lead the, the game in receiving yards. But this was a fun one. In the second half, we had some big plays, had some sacks, had a, only one turnover. It was a very clean game in, in that aspect. It was just an interception um, on Zionsville's front, but uh, overall, it was a really solid game. It got a little sloppy in the second half in terms of penalties, but I'd say for the most part, it was a really, really fun game. The environment was electric, and, and it was just an overall good win for Zionsville to be three and one now. Zionsville's putting some things together right now, three and one. And, and Franklin Central, you know, plays a difficult schedule. These are two, I think, evenly matched teams, so it's a a good win. So who who plays whom? Who does Zionsville have next week? Zionsville, they will go to Noblesville next week. They'll take on the Millers. And then uh, for Franklin Central, they go to Avon to take on Oriole, or the Orioles. Sounds good. Eddie, great to talk to you. It's always good to catch up with you. I appreciate the call. Eddie Garrison from our flagship station, uh, The Fan in Indianapolis, on the call of Zionsville's 24-10 win over Franklin Central. Eddie, thanks. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Coach. I'll talk to you tomorrow night.
I'll look. Who do you have? Oh, what's yeah? Who do you have tomorrow night? Oh, oh you're I'll working tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. you're the star of the show tomorrow night. Uh, no need for me yeah, to show yeah. up. We'll have you. I might just take yeah. the night off since you're yeah. You, we don't you don't <laughs> with you in. They don't need me. I'll just take a night off. But I'll I'll talk I to you tomorrow night. Thanks, Eddie. <laughs> thanks, Doug. All right, all right. Thanks so much. Eddie Garrison will be in tomorrow night uh, on the scoreboard updates. Tonight we have the man himself, Sam Fritz, uh, and Elijah Robertson, of the pride of Martinsville and Franklin College. So you got the A team working tonight. We're excited about you being here. Also, we have a lot of football to talk about throughout the night. Week number four of high school football. Uh, yikes, week four means next week we're past the halfway point. <laughs> How can that be? Before long, one of us is going to have to do the pairing show. <laughs> and so uh, I always look for it's always fun yeah, to work with the pairing show. Number one, because it's exciting to find out who's going to be playing whom. And uh, secondly, uh, to spend the night with Paul Condry and watch him do his magic. Um, that is quite, quite an honor. And it's fun. All right, we got some. You're talking about scores. You want scores? You need scores? We have scores. Sam Fritz coming up with a scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. All right, Coach, another set of scores from me. Picking back up where I left off, Tippecanoe Valley blanked Tipton 53 to nothing. Moving on, Clinton Prairie defeated Tri-Central by 30, 49 to 19. Clinton Prairie walking away the victors in that one. Knightstown defeats Union City 35 to 21. Peru with a big gap over Wabash 53 to 13 in favor of Peru. Wesdell and Southern Wells kept the score low, and Wesdell walked away the victors 14 to to six. Northview took it to West Vigo, 49-7, to almost the same way that Western took it to Benton Central, 62-19. to Maconaqua over Whitco, 43-6. In similar fashion, LaVille over Winnemac, 38-6. As you just heard between Coach and Eddie Garrison, my Zionsville Eagles walked away the victors tonight, 24-10, over Franklin Central. Madison Grant beats Blackford 56 to nothing. Speaking of that score, Sheridan beat Clinton Central 57 to nothing. Cascade over Cloverdale 68 to nothing. And Columbia City and Huntington North. Columbia City wins 55-27. Columbus Eats beats Jennings County 49-27. Warsaw and Concord barely made it out of a two-score game. Warsaw wins 10-3. Danville over Crawfordsville 51-0. Carroll Flora over Delphi 39-0. Final score of this one, Eastern Central, East Central, sorry, beats Franklin County 55-0. Back for a five-minute in 15 for Network Indiana Sports. I am Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org, their website. High school basketball tonight, the IMG Academy beats Ben Davis 34-14 from the ISC Sports Network, Greg Rakestraw on the call of this game. Greg, thanks so much for the call. The national flavor tonight, and uh, IMG looked pretty good tonight. They did. I thought Ben Davis gave a very good accounting of themselves. They're going to kick their. They're going to kick themselves for 
couple of mistakes they made. Uh, it was 21 nothing IMG about 15, 16 minutes into this game. And you're starting to get worried about this one getting into running clock territory. Then Ben Davis mm-hmm. got a drive going. Ben Davis got a couple of penalties, made it 21-7. Ben Davis got the ball back, drove again. They had it first and goal at the seven-yard line with less than 15 seconds to go. Through one more pass, receiver could not get out of bounds. They could not then, uh, you know, get, spike the ball in time. Half ends at 21-7. Both IMG scores in the second half were pick sixes. One of them hmm. returned by defensive end David Stone, 95 yards. This is 6 4 two, eighty going 95 oh. yards for a score oh. to make it 27 Oh, seven. my goodness. An- another right. interception on really kind of the only bad ball thrown by Ben Davis quarterback Thomas Gotkowski all night. Got returned to make it 34-7. Ben Davis would, would get a touchdown moving through the fourth quarter, uh, one of the 11 catches that Nate Williams had tonight. So make no mistake about it, Bob. IMG was the better team. But Ben Davis did a lot of things well against a team that likely at the end of the day has anywhere from 15 to 20 Division One prospects playing for him. Yeah, and give give the Giants credit for playing them, number one. And secondly, going out there and, as you pointed out, making a, a good showing of themselves. Can't turn the ball over, obviously, when you're playing a team with that kind of talent, that kind of explosive talent. But there are great lessons to be learned here. And I think uh, you know, Coach Mann will tell you himself, glad they played, wish they had played better. But at the end of the season, they can look back and take pride in what this, I think, will help them uh, in terms of being a better football team. Absolutely. And obviously there are great teams they will play on their schedule. Warren Central would be next week. There's a game against Carmel that comes up in right. week number seven. The assumption is if, if you can potentially get by a, a team like Brownsburg, there's a date with Center Grove potentially at some point in time down the road. That's the game that this game replaced. And again, I, I think the hope is that Center Grove and Ben Davis are playing each other uh, again a, a, as soon as next year. The other thing mm-hmm. that, that, again, I, I'm not sure this was kind of the intended consequence of playing this game, but the other thing that this does is this gives some of the kids at Ben Davis an opportunity to showcase themselves at a national stage. You know, Ben Davis has you yeah. know, Division One talent on their team as well. The quarterback in Thomas Gotkowski uh, is, is, is going to play at Miami of Ohio. He's going to follow Jason Simmons there. Uh, Nylon Brown, three-year starter, inside linebacker. He's probably a mid-American conference-level talent as well. He was fantastic tonight, as he is every game for Ben Davis. I, I think guys like Nate Williams, Tariko Yasigi, knowing how many national eyeballs were watching from a coaching perspective, they didn't hurt their college football chances by some of the plays they made against IMG tonight. This is one of those where you're not sweating the loss if you're Ben Davis. You know, you maybe left some some points on the table. You you left the chance mm-hmm. to make this a one score mm-hmm. game potentially late, but I, I think the pain of losing this one goes away quickly. And this is a game that infuses this already good football team with a whole lot of confidence going forward. What game do you have next week? So next week I will have Carmel and Lawrence North. First time that I have seen either of these two teams this season. Uh, we'll have Carmel on ISC mm-hmm. in, in three of the next four weeks. But Lawrence North is coming off a very good win last week, the Bell game victory uh, against Lawrence Central. They have a freshman running back 
that is turning a lot of heads. And so I uh, look forward to seeing Carmel and Ellen for the first time at Carmel Stadium next Friday night. You're joining us tomorrow night, I hope. I am. I, 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 I've got a little bit of, a, of a, an off-the-beaten-path kind of day. The Indy 11 have the weekend off. So I'm doing a little college soccer tomorrow. But but if you'd like me to call in and talk about you know, the night before the Indianapolis Colts season opener, I can clearly do that for you. Their season opener coming up this weekend, is that right? Yes, yes I, I know this is news to you, but yes, the Colts will open up their Yikes. 40th season in Indianapolis coming up on Sunday afternoon. I was a uh, season ticket holder when they first rolled in. Seriously. Uh, in 1984? It was uh, 1984. I was, as you know, I was, I was coaching at IUPUI. Uh, I, got a, I got a phone call. I got a, a memo from the chancellor's office saying they have a block of tickets that they want to, and they have for sale uh, from the Colts, and they're you know, encouraging people to, to buy them. And uh, two weeks, you know, a week after the memo comes out, I get a phone call from the chancellor's office asking me why I haven't purchased my season ticket. And <laughs> and then the chancellor called me and I said, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I kind of have a job that, uh, you know, I practice. We practice on Sunday mornings because it's the only time we can be in the gym by ourselves. And I said, my Sundays are spoken for. And then it was, uh, no, they're not. Uh, you're the most visible person on campus. You need to be uh, a season ticket holder and be at the games. So there you have it. <laughs> um, I, look, uh, wish I, I, I wish I hadn't given them up. I, I did it for a couple of years and and then uh, gave it up. I, I wish I still had them, quite frankly. Yeah, I've got two things to follow up with that. A, um, the impact of watching the Colts had on you that first year you would lead your team to the national tournament in Kansas City three months later. So clearly practicing less on Sundays (laughs) helped the team greatly. Uh, So let's not lose that. But then, B, you also might lead with, I happen to be the father of former Indianapolis Colts cheerleader. That that also might be something you throw in the conversation there, too. I'm glad, you know, it's a great segue because uh, the reunion, the cheerleader reunion is this weekend. <laughs> and I, I'm, our, our daughter has called us uh, every night this week to talk about how excited she is, how fired up she is. Uh, I heard about it all a couple of times yesterday. And so, yeah, she was uh, a cheerleader, loved it. Uh, went to the to the Pro Bowl out in Hawaii. Had a great time. Greg Rapestraw and I will talk tomorrow night. Greg, thanks so much for the call. Greg on the call of IMG's thirty four fourteen went over Ben Davis. Greg, have a great night. Thanks, Coach. Coming up, top of the hour scoreboard update. This is Indiana Sports Talk.